Ten Steps to Earning Awesome Grades by Thomas Frank Read to you by Leslie BestBookBits.com Ten Steps to Earning Awesome Grades While Studying Less by Thomas Frank Synthesis A Short Practical Guide for Students on Being More Productive and Studying More Effectively by Veteran Student Success Writer Thomas Frank of College Info Geek. Step 1. Pay better attention in class. Avoid burnout by staying healthy. Eat healthy 90% of the time. Work out regularly. Get at least 6 hours of sleep per night. Be deliberately and actively present in class. Sit up front. Speak up in dis class discussions. Take lots of notes. Take lots of notes by finding ways to force yourself to do it. Make an internal commitment. Form a note-sharing study group. Use a habit-tracking tool like Habititia. Make your notes public. Minimize willpower killing friction by preparing in advance. Find next year's accommodation seven to eight months ahead of time. Plan for the following day the previous evening. Charge your devices, pack your bags, sync your files. Use notes, physical and digital, and alarms to trigger your mindfulness. Be solution-oriented, but be sure to use professor's office hours if you're really stuck. First, push yourself for 15 minutes to solve something. During that time, note everything you do to try to solve the problem. Only then, if you're still stuck, should you ask for help. But not before you have a clear answer to the question, what is exactly that I don't understand? Step two, take more effective notes. Copying down word for word will distract you from taking time to understand the content. Instead, focus more on what is meaning meaningful than what is said syntax when taking notes. Experiment with the following five note-taking methods to help. Number one, the outline method, a standard hierarchical approach. Use bullets and sub-bullets to structure your notes. Pros, easy to do. Cons, can lead to mindless note-taking. Number two, the Cornell method. Split each page into three columns. The Q column, questions based on the main ideas and important details. Note-taking column, contains your normal notes during class. Summary column, end of class summary of your notes column. Pros, sets up notes for effective studying while you take the notes. The mind map method. A great web app is Kugel. Write a single umbrella term in the middle of a blank page. Write words around it that expand the idea and more words around those. Use lines, colors, doodles, and diagrams to connect all the words. Number four, the flow method. A holistic approach that forces active note-taking and best used for topics where ideas readily connect. Write important terms down as they come up. Connect them with arrows to show links. 
Synthesize things in your own words. Don't parrot. Create backlinks to earlier parts of your notes. Number five, the write on slides method. Annotate your slides instead of writing separate notes. Be sure to stay active and don't get lazy. Step three, get more out of your textbooks. Don't do all your assigned reading. Much will be covered in class and you won't be tested on a lot of it. Instead, gauge your classes and split your reading into primary readings, things you must read like the general, generally required textbook and secondary readings, things that would be nice to read, smaller books, articles, and case studies. Adapt your reading style to the way your knowledge will be tested. Example, multiple choice, learn facts and specific details, or essays, identify and summarize the main ideas. Read actively, not passively, using the six techniques below. Pseudo-skim, speed through filler text, slow down for the important stuff. Read the chapter backwards. Prime your brain with any summary points, glossaries, and questions. Create questions. As you read, rework the details into questions you can use to test yourself later. Pay attention to formatting, bold, italics, and lists. Mark up and take notes in your book. Use sticky flags if you can't deface the book, otherwise use a pencil or a highlighter. Write summaries of what you read as if you were teaching it to others. Summarize what you've just read from memory immediately after finishing. Active recall. Make it simple and test your knowledge by imagining teaching it or to someone else. Step four, plan like a general. Separate planning from doing. This will let you focus on doing without thinking and making you more efficient. Create and update a long-term plan for your education from day one. Plan your week on a Sunday and match your tasks to your energy levels. Number one, make a list of academic and non-academic things you must do this week. Number two, group those activities by high and low thought intensity work. Number three, plan and adapt your tasks during the week to your energy levels. Number four, get to know when your typical high energy levels are and adjust accordingly. Plan your day the night before or first thing in the morning. One, look at your calendar and to-do lists. Two, make a list of things that need to be done tomorrow. Three, Prioritize your list by putting the most important things at the top based on positive impact, what will, you, what will get you closest to your goals, negative impact, what will stop your life spiraling into chaos, willpower, what will require the most willpower to complete. Four, estimate how long each task will take to complete. Number five, Combine this with your start time to come up with an end goal for the day. Six, start from the top of the list and work your way down. To work out your fudge ratio, 
the amount you tend to underestimate timings. One, estimate your task times for the day. Two, record your actuals next to the estimate. Three, divide your actuals by your estimate. Four, use your fudge ration to improve your estimates. Five, trust your gut once you have better feel for setting timings. Break down your projects by one, splitting the project into tasks. Two, grouping the task into context. Three, planning exactly how and when you'll devote resources to them. Step five, build a better study environment. Design your environment deliberately to minimize friction. Optimize location and music. Minimize real world and technical distractions. For location, work where others are working, libraries, coffee shops, and cowering spaces. Think out of the box, attend concentrated seminars or work weekends on a topic. For music, experiment to see what works for you. Try different genres with different kinds of work. Experiment with white, pink, or brown noise. Trial ambient noise. Mix them all together. To limit real-world distractions, avoid distracting places. Avoid distracting people. Learn to say no to fun things. Make it difficult for people to contact you. To limit digital distractions, put hurdles in place to make procrastination more hassle than it's worth. For your phone, turn it off. Turn off most of the notifications. Put in do not disturb mode. For your computer, block your access to TimeSync websites. Uninstall TimeSync apps. Hide the bookmarks bar in your browser. Set up a work user account on your computer. Use a different computer entirely to do your work. Step six. Fight entropy and stay organized. Organize your files the right way. Download and install Dropbox Google Drive that gives you access to the files wherever you are. Two, set up your folder structure. Split your life into sensible pieces as a start. Set up your college folder by year, class, and projects and add extra folders when needed. Build a quick capture system to get ideas out of your head with tools like a physical notebook or apps like Draft, Evernote, ScanBot, Trello, Google Calendar, and Pinboard. Use Evernote or Dropbox as a second brain. Use a task manager. The best to-do app is the one that works best for you. Some good options include Wonderlust, Remember the Milk, Google Tasks, Todoist, OmniFocus, and Asana. Fight entropy and friction by using a checklist to keep your world and your systems tidy each day. Defeat procrastination. Only say, I don't feel like it if you add, but I'm going to do it anyway. The procrastination equation is a useful way to think about motivation.
it says motivation, expectancy times value, impulsiveness times delay, expectancy, your perceived odds of succeeding at the task, value, how much you care about the reward, impulsiveness, how easily distracted you are, and delay the time it takes to give you the reward. So to increase motivation, one, notice you're procrastinating. Two, understand what part of the equation is suffering. Three, find a way to fix it. Increase expectancy, work on your confidence at succeeding. Increase the task's value, make the reward bigger or process more rewarding. Decrease impulsiveness, better avoid distractions. Accept delay, give yourself micro rewards. Build good habits by habit, Habitica. Willpower is a limited resource. Habits allow you to act without using your willpower. Building good habits makes putting in consistent daily effort easy. Habitica makes building good habits easy by making it fun and social. Give yourself permission to batch your fun into high-density stretches that incentivize you to get your work done. Use the Pomodoro technique to just focus on the next 25 minutes. Commit to one task, set a 25-minute timer, do as much as you can in that time, have a short three to five minute break, repeat. Making procrastination painful. Step eight, study smarter. Get used to assessments by replicating test conditions when you study. To do so, gather your materials, syllabus, handouts, notes, assignments, and your textbook. Number two, identify the topics likely to come up in tests. Prioritize these in your learning. Three, create study guides for each topic. Design questions that will test your active recall on the topic. Four, get studying. Write model questions and answers. Five, test yourself. Practice until it's easy to answer these questions under test conditions. Prioritize active learning over passive learning. Passive learning, exposing yourself to material and hoping it will sink in. Active learning, focus yourself to recall information independently with testing. Use space repetition to maximize learning efficiency. Forces active recall just when you might forget it. Hopes, helps you focus on things you still need help learning. For subjects like math, Number one, learn to notice your confusion. Be specific about it. Test for gaps and problem sets. Number two, understand, don't memorize. Chip patiently away at concepts until the aha, I get it moments. Test by explaining it to someone else. Three, do the math. Learn by doing lots and lots of problems. Step six, write better papers. Do an unstructured brain dump, knowledge, questions, points, sources, and quotes. Two, develop a focus and questions to answer. This will break down and give your research direction. Three, keep your research focused and systematic. Find resources like Wikipedia, textbooks, 
and Google Scholar to find resources. Make a personal copy. Save or scan a copy to Evernote or Dropbox. Annotate the material. Skim while creating short notes that reference page numbers. Decide if you're done. Stop when you have at least two facts to support each main point. Four, write an awful first draft. Just get ideas on paper. Stay detached by doing so in a separate document or app like Evernote or Byword. Five, edit ruthlessly. Add needed detail, restructure, reorder, and fix mistakes asking, is there a good narrative flow? Can there be a main clear idea clearer, more relevant, and effectively communicated? Do the sections back the idea up? Is there enough research to support the facts? What can I remove or state in a simpler or better way? Six, tighten up the writing, check spelling, grammar, formatting, rhythm, and flow by printing out the paper and mark the errors in by hand. Read the paper out loud to yourself. Take note of your common errors. Seven, ask for feedback from experts and non-experts. Use each potential reviewer only once. Explain what kind of feedback you want. Eight, do a final check. Ask yourself, is it ready? Once you're satisfied, let it go. Step 10, make group projects suck less. Make good use of the first meeting. Get everyone knowing everyone. Make small talk and be generally nice human being. Gather names, numbers, and emails. Send these to the whole group during the meeting. Have everyone share a bit about themselves, strengths, weaknesses, likes, and dislikes. Set up goals and expectations. When in doubt, be the leader. Create and schedule milestones for the project. Assign every task to someone specifically based on their strengths and preferences. Never assume something will get done. Set a time for the next meeting. Create strong communication channels. See Slack. Nominate an editor whose job it is to collect and integrate all the finished components. Use great tools to make life easier. Trello to track and delegate tasks. Slack for team communication. Google Docs for real-time document collaboration. Finn, where to go from here? Pick one to two main focuses. Write down a goal for that area. Write an active plan to achieve it. Now get started.